Wednesday evenings from 6 until 7 on 107.5.
This is Rafa speaking, SRM on air again. Another episode with me in the studio today, Petronella, our guest. Hello. Hello. Hello, hello. Thank you for having me. Well, thank you for being here with us. And as my co-host and tech, Katinka. Yes, hello. And our intern, Helena, say Hi. something. Hello, hello. Um, that was the song by Petronella, actually. Fantastic one. I'm don't mispronounce it. I will try, but correct me if I'm wrong. It's Utvor uh, Hage. Yeah, Utvor Hage. Utvor Hage. Um, which means? Out in the fields. Out in the fields. We are going to get back to that in a second. So this is a ceremony on air, as I said. Um, today we'll be talking about masters in music, especially. So a podcast which you, Petronella, um, have recorded recently, I think. Yeah, I'm making it every month. Every month. Okay, yeah. okay. Well, I've listened only to one of them for now. Um, the... Well, the content was quite interesting, especially for a person that's not a musician. I'm not a musician. So like, that's why for me, it was quite of a fresh perspective to take. I can understand why a musician would find it interesting, but like I found a lot of things that made me think in relation to my actual occupation. So like uh, event manager and whatnot. Oh, I'm happy so, to hear that. Well, uh, I'm also a, a bit of a musician. You're a failed musician. Music. I'm a failed musician, as I said, but Petronella, you didn't agree with that because no. I still do play my music. Uh, but yeah, I went to the conservative for a year and uh, yeah, the topics that you're adjusting are very um, recognizable, I think, for me yeah, as a I person that plays music, also having been in that world for a little bit, but very, uh, yeah, amazing topics that you're talking about. I try to inspire and um, help people and uh, make it interesting. Yeah, cool. Well, as I said, it was very interesting to, to, to be able to, to relate to it. You know, not just talk about the technicalities of music, but uh, I think the first speaker was Suzanne. Suzanne or Suzanne with double N E? Suzanne Schimach, yeah, it's a German pronunciation. Okay, okay. So, because the, the thing she was talking about, like also, especially um, how people over exercise themselves or how they learn wrong things, like the muscle memory and whatnot, um, it applies to many more people than just musicians, you know? So, yeah. um, Tell us about yourself first. So like what made you uh, want yeah. to make this podcast? Well, I'm a musician. I studied mm -hmm. seven years in the cons different conservatoriums. I started in Sweden and then in Denmark and then Maastricht and Liège in Belgium. And I'm a cellist um, from the beginning and from till, till the end, I think. Mm -hmm. I also sing. It was me singing and playing in the recording that we heard. Uh, I really like to do a little bit of everything and all genres, folk music, jazz. I don't think there is any limitations. If you like something, do it. Especially and with music, you can make your own arrangements, right? That's what you did yes. with it. Can you tell us about the song, actually? Like how? Well, it's a recipe, actually, this song for a medicine. Mm -hmm. So it's different flowers that you can use to make this medicine. So it's roses, uh, aquileia, and lilies, actually. Haven't tried the medicine myself, but uh, you Could it heal coronavirus? It sounds really good. <laughs> no, no, yeah, it I, sounds I like it could help. Yeah, yeah. It's, you know, maybe medicine for your soul. Mm. Uh, because that's what music is. That's what music is. But then I started this podcast because I graduated from uh, school. And I did my master and my seven years in conservatorium. And I don't really feel that I had it figured out, you know, I don't know what to do, where do I find work, how to, I, d I didn't feel complete. They teach you the technicalities, but not what to... Yeah, they teach you how to be an artist, do it with and they teach you the techniques, mm -hmm. but they don't teach you the lifestyle, they don't teach you how to get jobs. And I was like, okay, how do you actually do that? So then I found people who did it very well, mm -hmm. uh, great musicians, great artists, and I just asked them, 
what they do and I try to do the same and get inspired by it and we have everyone common uh, like problems or things that we can do better like we can handle our nerves better I'm also mm. a mental trainer so I train people in not being nervous on stage and how to reach the goal yeah so the stage fear must be terrible for many people right yeah like, it is and it was be for a great me. person but like just being on the stage is a completely different yeah and yeah. like they did a study in the United States what people were most afraid of and on number one came being on stage and on number two was death so Mm. People prefer to be in the grave than being uh, t- uh, talking on the uh, funeral. Are you getting a lot of reactions from people or musicians or maybe students listening to your podcast and thinking, yes, this is also what I've been missing be- when I became a musician or when I was studying? Yes, people uh, people tell me when they meet me. Not so many people write me, but they uh, they they tell me when they meet me and they say, "Oh, Patrona, that's really good. I love this, and thank you for. When are you posting next time? I'm waiting for your episode." <laughs> and like, "Oh, can you ask them this?" And so people are really uh, engaging. And but I think some people are a little bit still afraid of admitting that it is hard uh, yeah. to like to admit that I need help with finding work. I need help with handling my nerves. But I'm not scared of that. I'm like, okay, this is just put the cards on the table and let's help each other and get inspired by each other. Don't have this competition yeah. all the time. because It's a very hectic uh, environment, huh? I think. Yeah, and it's yeah. also, Ralph, what you said, that this is not just for musicians. I can mm. imagine everybody, uh, I had the same thing, studied social work, but when I was done, no clue what I wanted to do. I knew what jobs I did not want to do. Uh, but like, where do you go from that, from that student life? And then now you will have to be that professional. How do yeah. you do that? There's a really big gap between studying, finishing, and then starting your grown-up working life. Uh, so also with these topics, I can imagine that a lot of people will find it helpful. Yeah, and it's also to turn your knowledge to competence, to something that yeah. you actually can do yeah, and, and profit from. So awesome. uh, it's really nice. I, I, li- I like it a lot. And I did it also for me and for my students. And for yeah, for as you ev- said, I'm I'm not a student myself. I mean, not student in the first place, not a musician. But like, it's some of them, uh, some of the <clears throat> well, the responses from your interviewees like really did make me think. Like also about how do I approach my career paths? You know, like whether what you do, um, do you enjoy it or not? You know, maybe if you don't enjoy it, um, we are gonna get to Susan actually during the next block. Like I found it really interesting what she said about. Um, people mistaking the fact that like you may be tired and whatnot for like really not enjoying it in the long run, you know. So like making it, being able to make this decision. I think we'll be g- switching to a song soon. Uh, yeah, what say you, that. Katinka? I, uh, I'm okay with that. We're gonna listen to a song, and then after that, um, Ralph actually said we have some uh, recordings from some of your podcasts for tonight. Yeah. A short so excerpt. Yeah, we have a few shortcuts from that. We're gonna go into a song first. The song uh, is. The song is uh, two cellos, which is played on one cello. On one cello. Oh, so that is, yeah, awesome. really cool. Um, every teardrop is a waterfall, and it's a Coldplay cover. So let's listen to that first.
Campus Student Radio Maastricht here at 107.5 FM. We are talking about um, Petronella, about your podcast, The Masters of Music. And we just listened to uh, Every Teardrop is a Waterfall by two cellos, but this time on one cello. I actually don't really believe that when <laughs> you're listening to the song. <laughs> Well, my microphone was on. Your mic was up. There's a video. No, there's a video. You can see that they are literally playing on one cello. Yeah, okay. Well, I, I'm definitely going to watch that because I think it's amazing. That you it can is play amazing. On, uh, on one cello. Everything um, is possible if you want to. Right? Definitely. Apparently. Um, yeah, Petronella, we're going to listen to a short cut of an interview of a podcast that you did with Suzanne. Maybe you can explain uh, some more about Suzanne while yes. she in your podcast. So Susan Schimmack is an opera singer. She's a dramatic soprano, which means that she has a very, very big and beautiful voice. And um, I met her in the conservatorium when I was studying here in Maastricht. And she's just an amazing woman with a lot of power and charisma. Charisma? Yeah, charisma. She has everything. So I thought, okay, I have to ask her how she does it because she was... um, before this interview, I, she had a big role as uh, Electra. Electra is a goddess in mm-hmm. the opera world. And is practically her singing for a lot of hours uh, really cool. So I thought I have to ask her how she does it. Because, wow, this is impressive. And she has a lot of students and they become really good. So that's why I in- invited her to my podcast. And she is uh, talking about... Uh, everything that uh, a musician needs to know and everything that we are struggling with and everything that we enjoy and how we can make more of the good stuff and less of the bad stuff. So uh, that's my episodes are always like first a little intro about the person, then I uh, we listen to the music that they do and then we have the long interview. So now we have a little excerpt from her. Yeah, we're going to listen to a little cut of it and it's about uh, wrong exercise what yeah. and how you Practicing can recognize that. it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's listen what she can tell us about that. You know, you if you practice the wrong way, you are training a wrong muscle memory yeah. and it's very difficult to get out of those habits. Yeah. It's easy to get into a wrong routine, but it's very difficult to resolve it. So this is this is also something to really consider and I th- I think this is something that we can only again, for the students. I had this American teacher because, you know, I, I studied in, in America and she would always say, if it ain't feel right, it probably ain't right. Mm. And that still, I still quote her because there's a lot of truth in it. You think being a hardworking musician and being a hardworking artist includes irritation and it does. And it includes disappointment and it does, but it shouldn't include pain. There shouldn't be physical pain in it. You can be tired, you can be exhausted, you can, you know, be all hungry, all that. But if your muscles, your throat or your hands or whatever start hurting, it's your body is telling you something. It's time to question yourself. Is this what I'm doing the right thing? Yeah, that was um, my cat, Sadi. I missed the thing. You're, if, the ending should be, are you doing the right thing? <laughs> and as I said, like I found several things that are very interesting about the podcast. Um, one of them was essentially like this when whether people I've, I've met many people like many many of my friends who are classically trained musicians and sometimes through their complaints and whatnot like I was asking like myself inside like are you doing the right thing like are you sure you want to be the musician because I know I've heard of the competition that it happens you know so shed some light please yeah I mean for me mostly my personal opinion is that 
uh, it is a lot of competition of course like in general the statistics says that you have to apply for 150 uh, different jobs before you get a job as a um, person who works in a symphony orchestra or something similar like this mm -hmm. in the classical world and if you work with jazz and stuff is even more um, difficult because it's not like a f uh, you cannot apply like a normal job you have to create your jobs yourself you need to create the gigs right that's yeah you yeah. have to be out there and find your audience and make sure that you can um, sell your music and sell tickets so it's quite important but uh, in my opinion there is uh, room for everyone because everyone mm. has uh, something unique and if you can find your audience you can also live from music because we have a lot of examples where people maybe not are the best technical uh, people uh, in music or best uh, craftsmanship but they have an audience who really love them so then they have uh, a future because they have a foundation money mm. that comes but you still agree that the market is a bit saturated maybe of course I mean, the competition is insane right of course because people are getting better and better and better mm, and that's the problem right if I mean, it's not it's a, problem. Not a problem. It's great that people it's, it's are good. It's great that people are getting better, but I, I think, think there's also a bit of a danger in that. Um, yeah. Like what Suzanne says as well, you know, you have to work hard and there's things that you have to do, but there's also boundaries. Like you cannot go over your own. Um, I mean, you boundaries. have to work hard, but you have to work right. Yeah, exactly. Above all, you have to work that's right. That's what Suzanne said, right? Yeah, exactly. So, and most of the interviews that I do, they have some things in common. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of what I want to find, like the common uh, things that makes a good musician. Yep. So that's important and that's what I, I want to spread to people. Yeah, especially if it's if it's your daily job, right? You're, you're going to practice music for 40, 50, 60, 70 hours yeah. a week even. have to practice a lot and for that to, to be able to do that your whole life, you need to do it in the right way or you're going to be done in 10 years exactly same, same thing as with sports i think yeah you have to practice in the right way or your body's just going to give up yeah or even the office job sitting in the one, the same position all the time is not yeah. healthy yeah, exactly let's go uh, listen to another song um which one is it huh yeah well should i try pronounce it try i, it, I try practice it, try a little bit but i'm really bad at this so this is therion vedi do i vedi la fosse notturne all right is that, is that not right I'm not sure. All right, maybe maybe our tech learner can pronounce it better. Vedi le fosche notturne. I was close. See, that sounds way better than what I tried. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, let's listen to the song, and after that we'll come back, and now uh, we have another part of an interview from Suzanne.
Oh yeah, that was metal finally on SRM. Rafa here speaking, SRM on air, 107.5, RTV Maastricht. Uh, with me in the studio, still Petronella, yeah, still talking still about here. the masters in music, Katinka on tech, Helena. Yes, still here. Helena creeping behind. Hi. Hi. <laughs> from the back. Um, before we continue, we had like one excerpt from Suzanne already, um, talking about like wrong exercises as well. Um, I've caught another one. I've cut another one out of your podcast. This one talks about rejection, yeah. which is also a common thing for people and they need to understand why does it happen often, right? So could we have the excerpt now? Yeah, definitely. There's a lot of uh, rejection. That's the nature of the business. Yeah. People like it or they don't like it. It doesn't necessarily mean that the quality of your audition was bad, but maybe you're just not what they're looking for. So there is a lot of resistance, rejection. Mm. <laughs> and it's, it, you know, the longer you're in it, you would think that, well, you get used to it. You don't. Mm. You really need to get over the fact that it's not you personally, it's the product that is being rejected. And therefore you need to build up resilience. That is something that we also need to teach our students. Yeah, Very wise words. Amen. I think yeah. so, right? All yeah, people definitely. take rejection, but it also like when it comes to anything, to a job, to relationship, to um, well, to to a gig, like very personally, right? Like it's yeah. I'm at fault, but like often it's something else that's the case. They are looking for a specific performer, right? Like yeah, you know more especially about and it. and it's uh, it's so much in the moment, mm -hmm. and like uh, I said before, it's not about. It's not about being really good anymore. It's about really being really, really, really your best when it's uh, it's on, you know. Mm -hmm. Because maybe you have a bad day or something. But musicians today who win auditions is the people who can be good at a certain moment and order success, sort of. They can make themselves really good at that specific moment. Mm. And uh, some people are better at it than others. Just the the show, right? The showman, so to speak. So that that's yeah. kind of part of the deal. They may not be like the greatest band from technical standpoint ever but like maybe live they are just so amazing that they really like take the crowd yes. right yes yeah, but it, i think it's also very different from the context where you come from right you're when you're a student you have exams that you have to do there's also gigs that you have to do um and you have to pass that so there's so much work that you can do and then you'll you'll pass your exam or you'll fail then it's your own fault but when you go out into the world and there's like 150 other people applying for the same gig or for the same job that's a completely different context even if you are really good that maybe somebody else they like better or was more convenient or yeah. whatever so like you said there's how many auditions sh sh do you have to go through you before have to you get do a job 150 yeah that's the like, that's general crazy. statistic i mean but some people win their first job and some people yeah. win their 200 job yeah exactly uh, so it's uh, it's very and then you have probation time as a musician on probation yeah normally it's one year so if they don't like you as a person they will kick you out of the orchestra mm. after can, you played for a year and before yeah but it can also be easy stuff like you don't turn the page properly for example really yeah because when you sit in the orchestra it's important that you turn the page as, at the right time and it can also be that you smell like your odor from your body <laughs> they actually have that in the contract uh, in the opera i was talking with susan about this also in the episode that it says in the in the opera contract that you have to shower before the show because no one wants to sing next to a stinky person oh well I'm, I'm amazed that people actually need to have it written in the contract that they need to shower well, I, I can imagine show. why it's there but that's also putting a lot more pressure on it because now you don't just have to be the best singer or the best violinist or cellist or whatever you also have to look good and behave right and yeah. 
uh, there's so much more going on than just playing this instrument. No, it's, it's especially as a singer, you have to know all the language as well, and uh, also uh, yeah. you have so many factors that that comes in, and but also who you know and who can recommend you, and which teacher you were uh, studying for, because that can also uh, make an impact. But it's all these uh, secret rules and all these secret tricks on how to make you better. That's kind of what I'm seeking when I do the podcast and when I interview people. I also interview uh, instrument builder, for example, also agents, yeah. people who is working behind the artist as well, uh, concert uh, festivals uh, and concert places that hire musicians, what they are looking for. So I try to um, like cover the whole spectrum. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, info. Yeah. yeah, like what what are you looking for? What am I looking for? How can we find a, a collaboration and yeah, uh, find a win-win situation so yeah, we um, can survive and have more art in the world because it's uh, getting a lot of cuts in in uh, like I was talking to some persons from Cumulus and uh, yeah, they get less and less foundation from the government. So yeah, the fundings, uh, they're really cutting on the on the cultural fundings. So something yeah. that as obviously as student radio Maastricht, we also feel that it's getting harder and harder to find the, the support from the municipality or I funding mean, that's for it's music. To yeah. bond up often they, they are looking for nowadays instead of giving to 10 people, they would rather give to one thing, which would be connection of yeah, but this also becomes well. a class uh, a class question if you yeah. can afford yeah. it. And that's that's the problem I have, kind of. Yeah, but then it's becoming a luxury, right? Mm -hmm. And and I definitely think can that culture not should not be a, a, a luxury, paying, right? Yeah, but it's also scientifically proven million times over that mm -hmm. you become more intelligent if you make music because it's kind of like going to uh, having a like uh, going to the gym for the brain, so you activate all the parts of your brain, yeah. so you actually get smart if you do music. You get better in math, and, and then they cut it yeah. from the school, and I'm like, what are you doing? It's uh, it's counterproductive, yeah. sort of. And uh, they are shooting themselves in the foot. If you yeah. ask me, <laughs> <laughs> I completely agree with that. Um, let's listen to another song. This is one from you again. Yes, you can pronounce it. Will you for me, please? Visa från utan myra. Okay, see. I'm not gonna. Yeah, I wasn't even gonna try that. Can you mm. say it again? Visa från utan myra. Visa från utan myra. Really cool. Well, let's see if the song sounds uh, as cool as your accent. Let's hope. <laughs> Thank mm -hmm. you. 
Student Radio Maastricht on air here one point nay one oh seven point five of them. I'm confused. Yeah, I'm confused too. Well I just practice a bit. So this was our second song from Petronella, which is called Visa Frön Uttenmöre. Almost. Almost? Yeah? yeah, okay, good enough. Um wonderful Petronella. It's a lovely song. Um I love it. so do you play and sing? Yeah. This as well? At the same time. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, we're gonna talk some more about uh, pragmatic aspects of a musical career. Um, we were talking about your podcast and we have another clip of that uh, again, a short yeah. one. Do you want to explain something about that? Sure. It's uh, Peter Powell yep. or Peter Power, as I normally talk mm. uh, say when I say, uh, say his name. He's Canadian and he's a musician by education and an entrepreneur by accident. He is actually uh, working with Team Academy, so business school, who is really cool. They have a really nice uh, teaching mo uh, model. So if you want to uh, learn more about business, I can recommend it. But uh, I invited him for the podcast because he's really good with all the stuff that we musicians kind of uh, forget. And it's about uh, marketing and what our concert place is looking for. Yeah. How can we get uh, these awesome concerts in festivals and at the theaters and yeah, all these great halls that we are... Uh, longing and dreaming about so he explains a little bit how it comes like from creating a good concert the product to uh, selling it getting ticket sales and how to post it on facebook and yeah when to post it on facebook as well um so this is it's what a lot about the timing right yeah like uh, algorithms and stuff like this and what oh kind of audience God. yeah we know everything we, about we, that we, we, we are there again <laughs> all right well listen uh, let's listen to what he has to say and then last of all, what gives you credibility? A lot of the time, and this drives me nuts, a lot of the time bios begin with blah, 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 started playing this instrument at the age of three. And then they studied with this person and had masterclasses with this person and won this competition. Mm. We don't care. No. Because everybody started playing at the age of three nowadays. Mm. Everybody's had lessons with fantastic, amazing people and everybody's won competitions. Mm. So unless you've won like an incredible Mind, like if you if you won the Thelonious Monk competition in the mm -hmm. jazz world, if you won the Chopin competition in the classical world, that's good to know. Yeah. Throw that up there. Uh, but for the rest, that's something you can mention later on to build credibility. What you want to grab people with is this is the really amazing thing that I'm doing. This mm -hmm. is why you should be excited about me. Also a bit of a reality check. Yeah. Yeah, that's what we talked about before as well, right? That's like people can be technically good. Um, sadly, I, I had more um, cuts from the podcast, like uh, from Peter Powell um, as well, D due to the format of our show, like we cannot like put all of them sadly, but he did continue about, um, yeah, how do you need to promote yourself? How many musicians think, okay, I'm like the best creme de la creme of the conservatory, so I know what the best music is. But then at the same time, it doesn't matter if the public doesn't want to listen to this music, right? So those are like the issues often faced. Yeah, and it's also um, mostly the issue is that people are in the practice room and no one will find you there. Mm. No one will know that you exist. No one will go behind the, the practice room and like, oh, wait, 
I hear something, maybe you want to go to the theater. Like, they are not going to do that because there's so many other people that is more accessible. Exactly. But uh, it's really, he's really talking a, a lot about this and he explains it very well. And of course, it's, it's hard, but I, I think we are too negative about being uh, uh, musicians because it's actually it's lovely and it's fantastic work and everything. And everything is possible. People have done it before. Mm -hmm. People are doing it. So why shouldn't you be able to do it? That's my like. That's my start point. No, and I agree with you. So but like, I think the problem nowadays is that not just that anyone, well, technically anyone, it's debatable. Like tr can train anyone with anything, uh, with any proper teacher, but also the amount of people advertising themselves. You know, it's. I think there is a really big thing there in the social media. Yeah, it's not just that. There are more people, there are more possibilities, uh, but it's also that you see your competition. They're there every day on Instagram, on Facebook, and gives all the other events. Gives you anxiety and everything sharing. as well. Yeah, huh? like you see all these yeah. people. Like back in the day, it was just your own orchestra. Either you you get in here or there, and that is your world. Now the world got so much bigger, and we see it all. We see everybody winning prizes. We see everybody uh, getting casted for whatever. Um, and then you just put so much pressure on yourself if you follow somebody that has more achievements than you or did just five auditions as you think because probably they did like 250 um, but that's not what you see right so there's also now people are very in that. scared of showing their their failures yeah but not everyone fails and i mean i like to look at failures as uh, things that you just didn't learn yet because if you fail of something it's just because you didn't learn how to do it yet and if so, you haven't um, failed you also don't get the opportunity to learn often you know yeah. like imagine a person who supposedly never failed and how groundbreaking the first failure must be for them as opposed to someone who's just yes. used to the cycle you know you need the resilience as exactly. some would said but it's also if you go to america and someone is uh, applying for a, a corporate work day in business mm -hmm. if you don't have a failure behind you they will not hire you so there is like completely different mm -hmm. so they want you to fail and uh, yeah, it's about it's a learning ex experience right yeah. failing is not that something went wrong but there's just an opportunity for you to learn what can I do better what can I change now or just to cope with that because that's very important as well you're not always going to be a winner and I also think that's very overrated I mean I failed the conservatory <laughs> being winners is I, overrated yeah, yeah, no. yeah and I mean but it is though because there's there's different opportunities when one right when one door well, closes one another one opens. Well, yeah. I failed the conserva conservatory but then there was a different education that I didn't really want to do, but in the end, it fit me way better, and I can still do my music as I want to do it. So, mm. I mean, that's amazing. And it's also, um, I mean, you say that it's a competitive, so much competition and, and so on. But remember that no one is as good as being you as you are. So, yeah, I mean, definitely. that's you what I am thinking. Need to find your thinking. special niche, huh? Your own special. Yeah, yeah. You thing. have to find what you are good at, mm. and that's what these episodes are really like showing that these people who I choose to come to my podcast they are really good at what they do and they just went their own way and that's kind of one of their success factors that they have in common so yeah I try to show like be you and you will succeed I think mm -hmm. and with that we're going to listen uh, to Ooh. a song on guitar awesome. by a Polish person yes by a Polish person Ooh.
again. This is Rafa on SRM on air, RTV Maastricht 107.05. Finishing our talk with Petronella, with Katinka, yes. and well, Helena, you're not really in the talk, in the but you're here with <laughs> Spirit. And she's still here, she's still she's here, still even, here. even though nobody hears her, she's here no, observing. No, no. Well, our our new, new, new future tech. Um, so we'll need to wrap up the episode shortly, but steadily. Um, Petronella, do you have any final advice for students, for musicians, or things that they could, should do, things they should avoid doing? I think the one, most common mistakes. One advice that I come to learn is very useful is that don't wait, because everyone is waiting until they are better to do everything. And you will always feel like that. You will always feel that you should wait until you get better, but don't do that. Start now. There is always an audience for you, no matter what kind of level you are in. Find an audience who wants to listen to you at the level you are at. Don't start, like everyone is waiting to play a concert until they can, they can for play. For 50,000 people immediately. Yeah, until yeah. they can play in Carnegie Hall. So they don't know, like you have to practice playing concerts and practice good. Don't just practice a lot because it's a very, very big difference. And if you want to memorize something, learn how the memory works. And that, that's also for all students out there because I have so many people, students who tell me, yeah, I'm going to study five hours now. And I'm like, after five hours, like, what did you learn? And if you're not tired after studying one hour, you're not studying right because you should be exhausted after studying and you shouldn't be able to study more than four hours. Yeah, what are they even studying for like four or five hours? I, I don't get it often. Yeah, it's if you have productive. a lot of repertoire, I mean, you can do it, but... Yeah. Oh. I think that's uh, different for everybody as well. You see, like, uh, learn how the memory works, but especially learn how your memory works because that's different for every student, every musician, like some people. For me, I, I suck at reading notes, but when I hear the music and I see somebody playing it, then I learn it very quickly which is very different than other people maybe some people need those notes and then remember that first and then learn how to play it like it's different for everybody so if you find your own way um yeah like you say i, I very much agree with that you cannot study for six hours there's no point no and it's a very good point that you make um recently i, I read a study that they did actually which shows that uh, people learn better when they look at another person doing yeah. it and mm. listening to it so, I mean, with my students, I'm always recording what they should play so they can look at me playing it so they can have something at home uh, to look at visually. And I'm proof if it's one or two cellos. Also. Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> it's different every it time. It was one cello. <laughs> yeah, I know, I believe it, but I still want to see it. And okay. maybe then I can learn. As well. No, I'm not going to learn cello. It's too difficult. Well, you, you <laughs> no, to you learn should. To play Everyone should play cello. cello. That's my opinion. That's the, my third oh, don't advice. Don't say that. It's going gonna, it's gonna to cost you a lot of auditions then to still <laughs> no, play no. it. I, I'm not afraid of competition. You bring it on. <laughs> That's the spirit. <laughs> That's don't be afraid yeah, of definitely. competition. I, I That's good advice. I am the best Petronella out there. <laughs> for yeah. sure, for I'm sure. I'm really good no, at being myself. Well, it's not a very common name in the first place, neither, huh? It's, uh, it's actually a lot of old uh, people who lived in Holland <laughs> on the 18th century was called Petronella. In Holland? Petronella. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Petronella. So when Pe I was Petronella sounds mm. different in Dutch, yeah. but yeah, <laughs> I was in uh, in uh, Namibia and everyone was called Petronella in Africa, and I was like, what? Yeah, they were like, yeah, there's more people who have that <laughs> name than you, and I was like, what, really? <laughs> 
I mean, oh, I thought wow. I was the only one, but... So... Right, well, where can we find your podcast? Exactly. Uh, everywhere where you can find <laughs> the podcast, <laughs> actually. Spotify, of course, I'm Swedish, so Spotify is a great option. Uh, you have iTunes, you have Acast, you have all... Uh, I'm posting it everywhere. That's but more podcasts than if you, platforms than us. Yeah, also on SoundCloud, uh, on Studio Radio, have some episodes from me, and then you mm. also have uh, it on my website, www.mastermusic.com or www.swedishchellist.com so I have two uh, so platforms Swedish Chalice yeah. Swedish Chalice so it's also your Instagram just throw it all uh, out yes. there where people Swedish can find Chalist your content Swedish and then Petronella Turin and uh, T-O-R-E-N okay. and so the podcast me. is called One Master in Music the podcast so it's quite a long name okay. not of music not no. masters in music yeah, Master, Master in, in music. music the okay. podcast yes all right, podcast. awesome. Thank you uh, for being here, Petronella. Rafa, do you have a cultural agenda for us? I have, have things some, happening. Indeed. There is a Women's March happening on the 8th of March. Whoa. It's also a Women's Day, huh? Yeah, I yeah. lovely. Coincidence. Finally, one day in the... I believe <laughs> the whole March starts on the market, though I'm not sure at this point. Um, check it out. There is an event on Facebook organized by, I think, 14 different organizations, to be honest. So, so that's good. By now, you probably know of it and you accepted it or you didn't accept it. And then what do we care, to be honest, if you didn't? Um, it's always good with a walk. Yeah, it is, right? Um, then on the 14th, this, th however, it's next week. Well, we want to announce it. We are having a new cycle of bar nights at B32. In general, the location is kind of getting revit revitalized right now. So we are doing uh, several different events. Like, first of all, the bar night on the 14th of March um, yes. as a repetition of the previous week, which was quite fantastic. And then Mutiny in Space, the part two of our Uranus trilogy. Yes, concerts and jam sessions. Concerts and jam sessions. There's still very time ahead, for that. but uh, we are very excited. We are having two fantastic psychedelic rock bands, at least one of them. One is more indie, but we'll see. Right. Do you have something on your agenda, Katinka? Uh, some things. Well, something that just came to me right now. Um, obviously, there's a lot of things happening, Lambo Blanc, but also Musique mm -hmm. uh Complex, probably. And I just want to give a side note because I heard that some things are getting cancelled now because of coronavirus or oh, whatever. So just if you're going somewhere, check it before if the event is still there or if things changed. Just a tip and a heads up. Um, yeah, since we're talking about podcasts, I also have a podcast, this Student Life podcast, uh, Spotify, SoundCloud, and I don't know, Apple Podcasts and other platforms. Um, new episode is coming out tomorrow with Gabrielle. We're talking about student finances. We had a show, we had her here live on the radio a few weeks ago. Uh, so yeah, just wanted to uh, do a shout out for that. And then we're going to end with a song, also classical music, but it's a bit different than what you played for us today, Petronella. I very much loved your music. Uh, and we're going to take it to a different level. So a what we're going to... Yeah, different genre. Well. Um, we're going to listen to some dubstep. But not yet, right? Well, do are you we, know are, we, are we doing it now? Yeah. yeah. I just wanted to give it a little introduction. And then for the last three minutes, you, I know you don't want to listen to it too long. No, we no, We'll no. give it some time, Rafa. Are we saying goodbyes? Almost, almost. I just want to tell a little story about it. So what it is, is Moonlight Sonata from Beethoven. Wow. And a dubstep remix from Blue Cloth Philharmonic. Well, <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure how happy he would be. But I think as a musician, maybe he would appreciate it. Uh, and I love this song. Obviously, I love the Moonlight Sonata. It's something that my mother played for me when I was younger. She played it always on the piano. Um, yeah, and then uh, my music taste evolves a bit 
from classical music into more dubstep, drum and bass, and um, well, everything with the bass. So we're going to listen to a bit of a combination of that uh, for our ending. And with Thank that, you. I want to wrap it up. Thank you, Pritonella, for being here. Thank you for having me. Thank you, Ralph. Did you want to do the anthem? Sorry, I'm taking your thank yous away. I'm sorry. Say it. Go. No, no, I'm done. I'm done. Thank you, RTV Maastricht and Code for having. Well, RTV for having us. Code for supporting us. Thank you, Petronella, again. Thank you. Thank you, Kat and Helena. Sorry. Thank you, Ralph. No problem. I'll see you guys next week. We are going to talk about cyber attack. I think. Yes, very exciting. So time for some dubstep. See you guys next week. Bye bye. Next week. Bye bye.